0: Hi everybody, welcome to season 5 of the Pechay Show. I'm your host, Shari, and in this podcast, we talk about everything and anything about sex and sexuality, love and relationships, because we believe makulay ang buhay sa sinabawang pechay. Please support the podcast by following us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hope you enjoy this episode. Good evening, mga kapechai. Welcome to Season 5 of The Pechai Show. And tonight, we have a a great, great episode. I've been wanting to do this one for the longest time. And finally, I have the right person to talk to with about it. Um, We will talk about Shibari and roleplay Play tonight. And our special guest is kind of um, an Instagram icon if I could say that. If you don't follow her yet, uh, you could probably notice I share a lot of her stuff on our stories. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, please welcome Winter Nawa. Hi. Hi. (laughs) <laughs> wow thank you did I you say so your me. name right <laughs> yes yes now right. it just means
1: rope it's Japanese for rope.
0: oh okay good to know <laughs> <laughs> okay so for anyone who doesn't know you or probably for people now role play is in it in general is something foreign to them could you tell us a little bit about yourself what you do you know that the whole thing
1: Okay. So, uh, my name's Winter. My pronouns are she and they, I identify as a rope top, (laughs) Mm. but actually, um, like in my personal life, I'm actually more of a brat and I'm more (laughs) of a sadomasochist and, but that's different. Mm. Like I feel for me, rope is very much an art form. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what else are my identities? I think that's the main one. Heteroflexible. What else? I don't know. There's like a whole list of stuff I guess. (laughs) I think mainly today we're talking about rope,
0: right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask how you got started in this art form. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: I guess there's a lot of different stories. Um, Well, I had an ex that wanted to learn Mm because they had an ex that really, really enjoyed it. So they Mm. wanted to try it. Of course, And um, so then at the time we were still kind of playing, like it was my first kink relationship. So uh-huh. it was pretty cool and like researching and everything. Mm. <laughs> so I was tasked with finding someone that can teach us, but there was hmm. no one local. Uh, at the time I was helping organize an education oriented uh, kink munch. Mm, so yes this was like back in 2012 it was a while back cool (laughs) (laughs) and so because I I was like on a board and there were a few different people that had a few different contacts we were able to Mm -hmm. find someone that Mm -hmm. is actually very big in the in the Japanese rope scene oh cool um they they're, they're very famous. <laughs> Their <laughs> name is um, Nui de Tokyo, and they were my mm-hmm. first teacher. I mm-hmm. think uh, I kind of had like an informal mentee, mentor right, right. type thing. I saw them yeah. as my mentor for a couple of years, but uh-huh. I haven't seen them for a very long time. Anyways, mm-hmm. we were able to fly him in, and he is actually, he was around when all of the, a lot of the stuff was happening in Japan, and uh-huh. If you have a Fed account on Fed Life, mm. he randomly will comment on a situation or a post or a question. And it's just all of this background information. Uh-huh. But he's like a living encyclopedia. Sure. And a lot of it is like a primary resource, a primary reference, because he was there when the stuff was happening. So that was really cool. And I feel very, very, very fortunate that we had just some stroke of luck had the ability to have a connection with him Mm -hmm. that referred him to come to us. So we flew him in and he taught intensive. It was, uh, we did a rope retreat somewhere in. (laughs) (laughs) And someone had, one of the people had a, a nice place that actually had a lot of hard points. We didn't mm. even know, like we knew nothing. We were like, right,
2: for sure. be okay.
1: I have no idea. We don't even have the right rope. And yeah. He taught us everything. So we made mm. before I even learned, he taught us how to make the rope. And then uh, there was like a bamboo field nearby and he was so happy he just got a machine and chopped up oh, bamboos wow. <laughs> bamboo for the hard points. It was it was pretty great. It was, great. It was wow actually
0: <laughs> to the Philippines. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah so what happened was i mean it's kind of expensive to get one on one classes because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. range from 150 to 200 dollars an hour for one on one it's very expensive mm-hmm. so sometimes people are able to split the costs between mm-hmm. a few people so then it becomes a group yeah but in some cases you can fly a teacher in and I mean, it has its own associated costs, but if mm-hmm. you have enough people pitching in, which is what yeah. we did, like we organized an educational retreat weekend mm-hmm. specific for rope. There were eight rope tops and eight rope bottoms. So that was 16 mm-hmm. people. Wow. The cost Of
0: flying him in. <laughs> a real retreat, that's a lot of people.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was fun. And yeah. there was some people that wanted to just hang out and watch. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah. there was some people that wanted to curious. donate and contribute but oh, couldn't right. attend. Hmm. So there was a few people that just actually were supporting the event as well. And then oh. it, was, it was really nice. Actually, yeah, I, I, nice. I miss the people. <laughs> I
0: miss Aww. all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> You're in a different country.
1: <laughs> yes. Hmm.
0: Yes. Like five years ago, hmm. I moved
1: here right. for... Yeah, so for some reasons. That after didn't really
0: that, how, how did you like do your own thing? How did that start?
1: Well, I kept practicing and practicing. And for me, it became like, because there's a thing they call that's like top space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like the opposite of a subspace. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. it's different for mm-hmm. rope. I can just liken it to it being um, a mental state. Mm-hmm. But for Rope, it's like there's actually, a, I think, Grey Dancers podcast, if it's okay to mention other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Other, no okay. They did an episode mm. where they went to a big convention and there was some people that had like EEG brain scanners. Oh. And they had different people doing different kink activities and oh. they were doing brain scans of them. Really? While they were, yes. Oh my God. Wow. And when it came to the people who were doing rope, they did find that the brain patterns mm-hmm. is the person that is tying
2: yeah.
1: uh, tends to have a hyper focus, and the person that is being tied tends to be in like a meditative state. Yeah.
0: So and yeah, we, we, I wish I
1: knew off the top of my mind whose research that was. I I will oh. have to uh, look it up yeah. and find. I'm gonna up do that for links <laughs> later.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna link to them. That's cool because I I hear about subspace a lot and I I've talked about it a little bit but to be honest I've never heard of top space till today <laughs> so oh that, okay that is, yeah well, that's great, great. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna I think, um,
0: Google that <laughs> I've heard of it as well for
1: some people that do impact play like the people that ah. are flogging mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. they get into a rhythm oh that kind of makes it's, sense yeah. yeah I know yeah. when I did um. For a while, I did a little bit of arnis, And when I was doing arnis drills, like you do movement patterns, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you get into a zone where that's what you're focused on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Kind of, that's like you're in a zone. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I think I kind of, not, I, I'm having like realizations at this moment. Sorry. Because um, uh, my girlfriend keeps saying that because um, she's, a, she's a dom um, mm-hmm. and like after, after we have something, um, she always asks if it is too much because she, she kind of gets that zony thing you're mentioning, Mm -hmm. like, you know, um, with impact play and all that. So yeah, I I thought it was just something she says like for aftercare, but I guess it's a real space. I need to learn more about that. (laughs) Yeah. And
1: sometimes, um, as yes yes (laughs) i have also been in a situation where after i was tying with someone and i got Mm, really mm. tired and i felt a really strong connection but i'm not super close to them yet so i don't know if they're comfortable like how comfortable they are being close to someone else because there's some people that need to be left alone ah yeah yeah, there's some people like i just want water leave me alone i'm Mm -hmm. gonna go or i'm just (laughs) gonna sit here (laughs) there's some people that are like give me cuddles and ice Mm. cream and a blanket and chocolate (laughs) like i'm a princess (laughs)
0: yes
1: (laughs) everyone's different yeah for sure even as a top you can get that which yeah Mm. surprising
0: (laughs) yeah yeah oh my god i'm having flashbacks but yeah (laughs) okay i wanted to ask um i'm kind of a newbie with with rope and everything um so can you like describe what Shibari is and how it differs from um bondage and from Western role play if if that's a thing? Because I know it's Japanese, but is there yes. are there differences?
1: Yes, there are. There's a lot of there's a lot of differences. I'm not sure how to uh start this let me oh, start with bondage. Too much. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no no it's just broad it's good ah, it's okay. a good question Go <laughs> just the answer would be very broad mm-hmm. um so I would think bondage has more to do with and this is my personal mm-hmm. you know I'm not I'm sure there's a lot of people that have other mm-hmm. definitions and when it comes to anything that is kink or you know this is people's mm-hmm. identities how they self-identify and mm-hmm. Also, their relationships and how they relate to other people. So it's going to, by nature, be subjective. Yeah. <laughs> my definitions are not the objective-only definitions. Yeah. They are
2: mm-hmm.
1: the definitions I have come to understand in my experience. Great. I just want to clarify that.
0: Yeah, sometimes good disclaimer.
1: People, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> end up arguing about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I've been there, and let's just avoid that. All right. Okay. Uh, everyone's experience is valid mm-hmm. and, like I would think that bondage is more about restraint mm-hmm. uh, and the act of restraining someone or being restrained um, and it ranges like people can use rope for bondage but mm-hmm. they also use handcuffs or they also use manacles or mm-hmm. they also use... Um, vet wraps have you heard of vet wraps
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: okay vet wraps or uh anything really anything actually (laughs) anything but once you get into the more intense side of bondage you also have people that Mm. have cages or specific furniture Uh, or you know there's a lot of websites (laughs) dungeon (laughs) dungeon websites yes (laughs) that have a lot. So that would Mm -hmm. be bondage too. Mm -hmm. So I guess bondage is like a big, broad term. Oh, yeah. And then I would say there is a Western style of rope. I -hmm. don't know that much about it. It just developed differently Mm
2: -hmm. and at a
1: different time Mm -hmm. than uh, Japanese rope did. Uh, Probably not that far apart from each other. Mm -hmm. I mean... Mm -hmm. Uh, shibari as an art is more of a post-World War II thing, though, mm. so, mm. I mean, there are roots in the noh drama and the samurai practice of hojujutsu, which is a martial mm. art for
0: Ooh.
1: take down and transport and torture of prisoners and criminals.
0: Oh wow.
1: <laughs> I didn't know this. <laughs> it has it has cultural overlaps and similarities. And oh there's also a lot of um, the main difference then. This mm-hmm. leads mm-hmm. to the point of the main difference between the two is the philosophy behind it, oh. I would say. Oh, okay. And also the attitudes behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, because if your philosophy is different, the way you approach it and the way you think about it is different. Mm-hmm. And your your out your attitude and your outlook will also be different about it. Uh, <sighs>
0: So, could you give like an overview of that? What Shibari is like, well, at least for you, like the the mindset and the principles that go with it? Yeah, so
1: Shibari basically means to tie, and mm-hmm. then there's another word called Kinbaku, which means to tie tightly. Uh-huh. And like I said earlier, there's different words. You know, people. Mm-hmm associate different meanings to different mm-hmm. words so there's also been arguments about what is shibari what is kinbaku oh. that is not true shibari you
0: know oh like they're purists
1: <laughs> yeah there's uh, like I guess I don't know if I would say it's purist because it's mm-hmm. just differences in opinion
0: mm.
1: all right and differences in sources I would just say look at what the Japanese say about it
0: yeah, go to the
1: story. Yeah, because that's mm. they're the ones that made the word for it, right? Mm-hmm. So I would use their, their definition of it, which is mainly it's to tie. Mm. Cool.
2: Uh, I mm. would
1: say you can tell by looking at the difference between uh-huh. Western rope and Japanese rope. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the techniques are different. Mm-hmm. So a Japanese a person that's tying in Japanese style will always start at the bite, which is the middle of the rope, and it's folded over.
2: Oh.
1: So you have two lines of rope rather than just the one.
2: Uh-huh.
1: That's usually how they'll start. But there are some Western ties that fit the rope or use a slip knot, And it's just a difference in technique because
2: uh-huh.
1: they evolved in different
0: places at mm-hmm. uh, different times. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why, it's a big question. Why do people like it? Should oh, there's be? a lot of <laughs> answers to that. <laughs> okay, okay, let's start with um your experiences. Maybe like what what drew you to it?
1: What drew me to it is yeah. um the space. I, I get very focused on it and mm. it's very therapeutic for me mm. because it's kind of, at the time, it was kind of like an escape. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh.
1: Because when I was tying, everything else just kind of melts away. The Japanese style of Mm. rope is the Mm. connection is very important. Mm. Connection between two people is very important. Like the experience of the person.
2: Mm.
1: One of the first things that I was taught is that you're not tying for yourself. You're tying for the model. You're tying for the model's Mm. experience. And that's kind of like, I feel like through the connection is how I find that that top space, that mental focus mm-hmm. for me. This is going to be different for different people, but right. for me, being able to connect with someone and kind of synchronizing with them, then, because if they're spacing, then I can space. But mm-hmm. if they're not spacing, I'm not, it's kind of like a a journey together and we're in this little bubble and Mm -hmm. I love that experience
0: of it. Mm -hmm. Okay, with that said, does it always mean that you have to have a connection with someone first before you can tie them up? That varies from person to person, I think. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, I think it's better if there's a connection, Mm -hmm. but then there are some people who want to get tied and be suspended and have that adrenaline rush experience. Mm-hmm. And they don't really mind so much if they know the person or not. Uh, so it's preference. I feel like, yeah, it, it, depends on, it depends on the person. And that's also mm-hmm. gonna be, uh, so it, it varies from person to person mm-hmm. and from community to community. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also people who enjoy, rope because of that meditation feeling because Mm -hmm. they feel at peace or centered Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's a release for them. Mm -hmm. There's also people Mm -hmm. who enjoy rope because on the opposite side of that (laughs) is like they want to get tied up and they want to get told really bad things. They want to be told like there's someone that told me like, yeah, I just, I want someone to tie me up and beat me up and tell me I'm a piece of shit, but not really Mm. mean it. But like, I just want someone to tell me all these awful things because they get that cathartic release out of it. Like, okay, this is all happening. I can feel shitty and difficult and hard in this moment, Mm -hmm. but after
0: it, I feel relieved. Yeah, yeah. So you can say it it really ties up. I mean, in that scenario that you said, it kind of ties up with PDSM right for like the- a lot of people for some yeah there's a big
1: overlap mm-hmm. I mean the rope community kind of kind of was on the fringes of the BDSM mm-hmm. community. but at this point I think it's its own thing but it's like there are it. yeah yeah because there's mm-hmm. some people that are into rope but not into kink or yeah. into rope but not poly there are people mm-hmm. that are poly but not king you know yeah. it's all these different intersections yeah. it's like you <laughs> know it's no like, rules anymore you know exactly <laughs> you can choose
0: your own adventure yeah 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 that makes sense it's kind of scary sometimes but yeah so with, <laughs> having said that there are so I, I have to be honest and um at first or well at least when i didn't know as much as i kind of do right now i thought role play always has to have something to do with sex. And I think this is one of the biggest, if not the biggest uh, misconception about shibari is that it's always about sex, but it's not, right? It's, as you said, like an art form. So mm. um, what, what do you say about that? Because uh, I, I think some people practice role play with some sexual activity in it but I I believe yours is more of the art form type
1: yes that's correct (laughs) Uh, the answer to is shibari about sex it would depend on who you ask and who you talk to yeah so definitely um for me my focus is more on it's the art form it's Mm -hmm. it's the catharsis it's that release it's that Mm -hmm. top space and then the feeling Either the connection or a catharsis for the person mm-hmm. that is being tied. Mm-hmm. I love that. but that's mm-hmm. not always what happens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sometimes you're still getting to know someone mm-hmm. and it's not quite that way. Or uh, sometimes you're not expecting to connect with someone and mm-hmm. then you do. you do do. Also, uh, specific to sex, the only time I ever combined it, Mm-hmm. Was maybe once or twice. Oh, wow! Before I started studying, <laughs> I thought it would be more. <laughs> well, I mean, it's definitely intimate. It's yeah. you know definitely yeah. mm-hmm. there've been people crying. You know, right. there's been people. Uh, I had a model before, and she would just shout at me like mm. she's like you always got me horny and you don't do anything about it oh no <laughs> she's like you won't even give me a one and I was like oh, oh my god <laughs> 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 but that was that was before because I mm. was I don't know, I was I was in a more monogamous mm. place at that mm. time uh However, if you ask my teachers, they will Mm. all say that uh, it's related. They'll say that um, because it's an erotic art, Mm -hmm. you can't really remove it, some people will say, Mm. but then there's a lot of people now, more modern times, that are combining it with circus arts and that are combining it with you know the people that do more stage performance yeah okay I should also clarify that the style I was learning was more performance oriented Mm -hmm. so I was doing a lot of suspensions and transitions Mm -hmm. and that's there's a lot of things to pay attention to to the person's body yeah. and mm-hmm. like their circulation yeah. how's their nerves how's their breathing what position are they in what position can they move into mm. uh there's a lot to pay attention to so it's kind of difficult to combine with sex so there's yeah. styles that are more on the floor floor work mm-hmm. uh, that's easier <laughs> to translate into uh yes. sexual interactions yeah or, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's definitely combinable, but it mm-hmm. depends on the person and what mm-hmm. you both want. So it's important. Like, mm-hmm. it's probably one of those negotiation questions you can mm-hmm. ask. Like, is this something you want to do? Is this something you do? Like, on both sides. It's not yeah, just yeah. the tops or the bottoms mm-hmm. responsibility. It's both. now. Yeah. Like, let's be on the same page. What mm-hmm. experience are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Is this included? What do you
0: not want to do? What do yeah. you like? Because there are risks, um, yes, obviously. And have you ever experienced anything go wrong in a play? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Can you tell? (laughs) (laughs) I've had two two
1: incidents. Mm -hmm. Uh, One was there was nerve damage. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she was suspended in a face-up suspension.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and she was trying not she was pulling herself up by her forearms a lot and then uh so she was kind of really strained and tired and then I let her down mm-hmm. and then we started untying and then while I was untying sometimes I do this thing where where I joke and I'm like I'm not done with you yet right <laughs> and then I tie her back up but uh-huh. she got uh I think she got worried or nervous Mm -hmm. and then she just Mm -hmm. tried to take the rope off herself right so yeah it could have been the strain it could have been that it was untied it could have been the placement Mm -hmm. because sometimes uh, things move when you're suspended Mm -hmm. that's why you you have to pay attention to a lot of things but this was not in a tk this is not the hands behind the back suspension where people are always worried about nerve damage. Mm -hmm. This is a hands in front above the head. So that's um, in my personal circle, I've heard more accidents happen from that than the TK, Mm. but that's probably also because I mean, it can be controversial. Some people think that the TK is very, very dangerous and I would agree in the sense that all suspensions are dangerous. (laughs) Yes. Any rope is dangerous, you Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. But they say that the TK is is there because of the nerve damage risks. But I think if you study, Mm -hmm. you listen to the person's body, Mm -hmm. you listen to their communicating, there are ways you can help mitigate those risks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then another accident... This one was an accident. We mm-hmm. were performing, um, but it was more like it was not like a solo performance or anything. This is mm-hmm. like an open rope night at a
2: uh, at a wow.
1: space where people do performances.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Do they have those? I want to watch one of
1: those. <laughs> 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 uh, maybe if you go to Hong Kong, I know I have I know oh, some people there. Okay
2: or uh, Japan
1: Sometime. yeah mm, okay. there might be a local performer there but I'm not sure if yeah. um, I'm That's not sure astronaut. if she does rope a lot anymore I think she does a lot of other aerials too but there's I'm
0: there's a few people that, mm-hmm. that do
1: yeah I that probably
0: could <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm gonna look into that <laughs> mm-hmm. but you were saying sorry I cut you off
1: <laughs> oh no worries um what was I saying <laughs> the second um, uh, the incident. second incident mm-hmm. was a big event in in San mm-hmm. Francisco a big performance mm-hmm. event in San Francisco that a lot of people go to uh, and I jumped on my model so we did a double suspension where
2: mm-hmm.
1: I rode her and I was doing kind of like aerial positions and poses with her and then Uh I got off and I asked her like oh that was good how do you feel do you want to do it again I had a feeling you know I had a feeling I was like maybe we should just stop now but I was like but that was kind of fun you know Uh (laughs) and then uh the span set gave way so like part of the overhead anchor so it was not actually any of the rope it was what my wow my equipment was attached to it Mm. broke Oh my God. <laughs> but it this... was breaking very, very slowly. Yeah. And I could tell. I was like, there's a sensation. I feel the sensation. The sensation uh-huh. is familiar, but this is not the right sensation for this moment or this context. <laughs> yeah. Because it felt like um, if you've ever gone rock climbing. Mm hmm.
0: It oh. felt like someone was letting you down. Right, right, right. So right, it's right.
1: like, okay, this is a suspension, this is a feeling I get in the air. Right? This is not what I'm supposed to Different. be feeling right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So So I jumped off and uh, she just went down very, very slowly oh. and it she just had a cut on her lip, which I think in the series oh. of events of how things could have gone
0: not too bad that was
1: like the best best
0: <laughs> case possible, yeah I was imagining know? like beams falling
1: <laughs> no it was not no. the beam it was um it was the strap that goes onto oh the beam and then I connect my ring to it right
0: okay okay I get it
1: mm-hmm.
0: but she's okay
1: <laughs> Yes, she's okay. (laughs) We're still friends. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Afterwards, she wanted to learn more. So then I bottomed for her and we went to beginner's Ah. classes. And then she found a course that is for aerial instructors. Mm -hmm. And it was being taught by someone that worked for Cirque du Soleil and Marvel, like, stun effects team. And she found this class about how to set up, like... Aerialists, how aerialists set up their rigs and i was yeah. like oh my god this is an amazing class let's go take it to get like no questions like i'm gonna go yeah, yeah, and yeah, do yeah. this because oh, she wow. really wanted to uncover and learn more mm. about this like she really was like how did this happen why did this happen it yeah, was her so, process of, of so trying, trying
0: to kind of go through a it guys <laughs> she um, went on to discover more of it <laughs> was it yes just because of that accident
1: you think? I think so. I think for Mm -hmm. her she was trying she told me that she was trying to understand what happened Mm -hmm. and she wanted to know more about it and it was her trying to Mm -hmm. see if like she could still be comfortable with it. She did a lot of
0: movement art. Wow well for her it's very much an art as well and yeah she did. It could have gone two ways right she could have stopped but I think that was a great mindset that she had. Um,
1: We haven't really tied again since then oh but but we are still friends and she's doing other aerials Mm. so like after after this period eventually she told me like that it was still kind of difficult for her Mm. but we're still in
0: touch and i don't know
1: we'll see if she's open (laughs) to it
0: again i'll i'll check (laughs) (laughs) okay after talking about that i have to ask um what kind of safety considerations are there like obviously there's the negotiation conversation right um Mm -hmm. what kinds of things do you have to ask or do you have to be asked um about before you start role play so do you mean this for Uh, for, oh
1: because you said role play right so uh, this is like play
0: yeah yeah for play for a time uh, for
1: performance for play just yeah, for, for play, play between like for our viewers right now that are listening yeah. to us <laughs> Hi, guys. I, I think Hello, it's folks. role play <laughs> <laughs> well for me I since I come from the philosophy where the connection is important Mm-mm. I think like you know uh, is it is this someone you want to connect with? Is this someone you kind of want to get in their head more? Or you want to share this experience with mm-hmm. before even uh, thinking about how am I going to talk to this person? Ask yourself first, is <laughs> yeah, this something yeah, yeah. you want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, be open to the idea of learning with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, This is where sometimes people that have a stronger DS background are surprised Mm -hmm, (laughs) because the communication from the person that's being tied is very, very important. Mm -hmm. So if something is in a bad position for them, Mm -hmm. like if it's cutting off their circulation or if it's pinching their skin, Those are important things for them to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and sometimes people that are, that have a more hardcore DS is like, oh, so they're, they're supposed to talk. They're allowed to talk. I'm like, no, you want to know. You (laughs) want to know.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: They're going to know what their body is experiencing more Mm -hmm. than you can. Like Mm -hmm. you can be the domliest dom or the toppiest top. Yeah. (laughs) But you can't actually read their mind and you, it's. And even, let's say, even in a world where if you are a mind reader, <laughs> they're still going to feel it before you can read it. Yeah, So true. it's going to be faster for them to be like, oh, that's no. numb. Yeah. Or, oh, that feels like fire and lightning. Let's mm. not do that anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Unless that's part of the play you want to do.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: like the sensation play there are some people who will do that it's usually not in suspension but Mm -hmm. they're doing it for the sensation and then they'll put it like I'm not gonna teach you how to do that yet (laughs) (laughs) but there are ways to to Uh. be more sadistic with the rope without it being a suspension Mm -hmm. I would also check to see like how much do they know um Mm but this is also kind of tricky because sometimes there are people who have not been doing rope for a very long time, but because they are practicing all the time, all the time, all the time, they're really good. And there are people that have been doing rope for 20 years, but they only tie maybe once a month or once every other month. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to have as much practice as the person Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. not done it as long, but does it every day. Makes sense. So, uh, Part of it also maybe um, so like let's let's put a bit more of a scenario here is okay. are you like looking for someone? Is someone like, oh, I see this person and they're famous and I think I want them to tie me? Or is it like, mm. should I ask my partner if they'll tie me and we can learn together? Cause there's all different ways, right? Yeah. Okay. Cause okay. I would have different questions. I would have different. Mm. Safety analysis based
0: right. on the scenario. Right, right. Okay, so let's say uh, two people are trying to get into Shibari, uh, but maybe they've done some bondage in the past. How do they get into it, or what are the things that is there a checklist they need to check off before before the, doing it, like physically, mentally? What look for someone that can teach you in person. Mm-hmm because the <laughs> appropriate <something> YouTube
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes no not YouTube not books. those are both like you know with COVID there's a lot of online classes now which yeah Wow. I mean, just the ability to have access to that is, has been amazing. Uh I'm kind of late to it, but I was like, oh my gosh, if one good thing came out of COVID (laughs) Uh is that that there people teaching online Mm -hmm. and in video now. Mm Because before, even if you go to like a master's class or Mm -hmm. intensives or one-on-one, sometimes they don't even let you take pictures. Like, you're lucky if they let you, you're very lucky if they let you take a video. Sometimes they won't even let you take pictures. Sometimes they'll be like, I'm not in your picture. Sometimes they won't. Sometimes they'll be like, no pictures, but you can record audio if you want. Okay. (laughs) So it's just, it's a variety. It depends. Different Mm -hmm. people have different Mm -hmm. things that they're comfortable with. So it's Mm -hmm. really more now with COVID that people have gotten more comfortable recording Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. Always kind of been, you
0: know, secret mm-hmm. life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Big yes. Yes. Yeah. So you're saying, um, with shibari and I guess role play, it's better to do this to learn this. Learn in, in person. In person versus yes. At least else. get a good foundation
1: of what is the correct tension.
0: Yeah, I guess what we're saying is because um, I have heard because I was asking about this for a long time, really. Um, and I've seen some people I kind of know from an alternate world that uh, I see them posting, uh, but they're tying themselves. Is there a term for that when you, you do the rope art on yourself? yes. Um, yeah, self tying. I do yeah. that too. I also do
1: self suspension. It's a great way to practice. Oh wow! Um, for a while how before I that? formally <laughs> before I formally studied um, mm-hmm. suspension. Before mm-hmm. I went to rope dojo to study it, I mm-hmm. went. I would I started suspending myself. Oh. So I was tying other people, and I would put them in a partial, but I would not suspend them because I didn't formally learn how to do it yet. Mm-hmm. But I was willing to take the risk on myself. If I hurt mm-hmm. myself, I hurt myself. Yeah, I don't yeah, hurt yeah. someone else. Yeah, and then yeah, I yeah. have a couple of spotters there.
0: Uh, at least so I'm still
1: <laughs> practicing, but on myself.
0: No, <laughs> no never, don't, don't, don't do, do it alone. alone. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> okay, but. I'm even if you're even not self-suspending, it. even if you're just self-tying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As much as possible, it's mm. good to have another person mm. there that knows how to do rope.
0: Because what that, if
1: you can't reach your scissors? Yes. Yeah,
0: right, right. But yeah. if you can't reach your, your shears? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was asking that person um, like for tips or, or generally some info on it. And she said, just YouTube it, she said. And, and I'm thinking now that's not really applicable to this. Uh, it's not a good way to um, get into this. And, and learn about it. Um, I guess if she, what she was doing was more of like taking artsy photos of herself um, mm-hmm. more than the more intense things. So I think if you're do, planning on doing that, especially with another person, like you said, you do have to learn the proper way because people could get hurt, right?
1: Yes. Um... I also want to say that, you know, books and videos are very good resources. I use them too, Mm -hmm. but you have to have a solid understanding Mm -hmm. of the safety Mm -hmm. and placement and how tight it should be. That's the main thing that you really cannot get from the video or from reading is Mm -hmm. how tight is it supposed to be in certain places? And then how tight is it supposed to be for in certain places for certain people? Mm. So like, there's kind of like an average. This is for this style of rope. This is Mm. what they say. And then for this Mm. other style of rope, um, they say this percent of tension, they say this percent. So there's, there's variations among the different styles, but there is kind of an average amount between them of this is what, the tightness or tension level should be mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. and then on top of that what works for the model so because mm-hmm. everyone's body is different
0: yeah uh. and different
1: people have had um injuries in different spots or different mm-hmm. people different people's bodies have muscles in different places mm-hmm. we're all different and like yeah. I find that to be so. very very fun <laughs> when you're <laughs> adapting ties to different people's abilities but so On top of the average, what's more important is what's right for the model. Right. It's not one size
0: fits all for for a row. Yes.
1: Oh, for sure. Definitely. Mm. And it's important for these two people to be able to develop a vocabulary to communicate that with each other.
0: Mm -hmm. So safe words apply.
1: Safe words, yes. Yes. But also, even before you get to the safe word, you're like, (laughs) yeah. Are you... Something's uh, wrong. (laughs) How does that feel? Yes. Don't let it get Mm. to that point. (laughs) Yes. And usually Mm. safe words are kind of like... They're they're a very big signal to communicate Mm. as well. Because like for some people, they don't have to stop right away, but they Mm -hmm. need to check in. It's like it's that specific thing that you're doing right now that needs to stop, but we don't need to stop everything.
0: Mm.
1: But if you don't stop and check in to communicate, You won't really know.
0: Yeah. Right. So you said, and I agree that this is a very intimate experience between, I guess, oneself and the other person. So do you think um, shibari benefits a person's sex life? And in what ways? Um, I think it can, definitely, yeah. Because
1: a lot of people have the experience of it brings them into their own body and it makes them focus on the present moment. Mm. So they are in this present moment where they are either tying or tied in a specific way. And they're not thinking about the past Mm -hmm. or the future. Mm -hmm. They're kind of here right now.
0: Mm-hmm. so it's and kind of a mindful aware experience like very zen it can be it's like you're floating in your own world but also right. but also
1: you're in the right now and it's yeah. a non-repeatable moment mm. so it's, it's nice. kind of yeah it's 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 very very nice and for there's some people that enjoy that more than sex
0: I bet a new dog
1: It's sexist is good. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a substitute or anything, uh, but no. I'm just saying it's a different form uh, it, of intimacy. Mm, yeah. And also, like, what some people say about rope as well is that it doesn't lie. It's either you have a connection or you don't.
0: I was going to say connection, yeah.
1: Yeah. And. Like, it's either someone feels something or they don't. Mm. It's like some people, you know, you can have sex, right? Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: And then people can fake it. They can be like, oh, oh, my God, you know, (laughs) that's great. And then you'll feel good about yourself and be like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. You know, they felt good, great. But you don't know, (laughs) you know. But with rope, you can't because you can tell. You'll see it. You, if it's either they're feeling something or they're not, and you can't Mm.
0: lie about that. Yeah. So it's interesting because um you, with with Shibari with Roadplay, like, you could uh feel the connection that you have with, with the other person. At the same time, there's a certain level of disconnect. So it's it's a nice irony, I think. <laughs> <laughs> if I could call it that. <clears throat> disconnect in what way? I mean like with the outside world, like being ah, there. Yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm.
0: yes yeah. we talked a little about aftercare earlier but what kind of aftercare do you do as the top or uh, obviously it differs from person mm-hmm. to person but what do you usually do
1: what, uh, what do they ask I,
0: for if they ask for it I will
1: ask them if uh I'm gonna ask them if they want water and I will also have chocolate ready for them hmm because chocolate helps with oxytocin in the brain, so it'll help balance out
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, your brain chemicals. Because mm-hmm. oxytocin is—it's like the the bonding feels. <laughs> mm. It's also that you're being hugged yeah. sensation. And there's some people that specifically just like that rope feels like they're being hugged. For some people, that's all it is. It's just—it's the tightness of feeling like yes you're being Mm
2: -hmm. hugged Mm -hmm.
1: like you don't even have to do the sadistic stuff if that's all you want like everyone's into different things Mm -hmm. or you can it's totally valid to just you know tie yourself and make pretty things or do pretty things on other people Mm -hmm. it's it's wonderful how Mm -hmm. it can mean so much to so many different people and it's Mm -hmm. all just different ways of expressing um back to the aftercare uh yeah, just water and chocolate, hugs. I like hugs. Yeah, <laughs> I know hugs. some people like. I used to be like I need to smoke. I don't smoke anymore, but I mm. used to need to smoke after. Mm. Like for me, that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Just what like else? Sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, or if it's like if it's a event, like mm-hmm. if I was uh, uh running an event. Like, I like to hang out after with the other organizers, mm. like maybe food. But I think that's weird because here <laughs> in the U.S., that's not as common. Oh, it's really? not. But in the Philippines, when I used to organize events, I was like, well, let's just go all have yeah. like a beer or dinner yeah. after, you know, like, and then whoever oh. wants to go goes and we get to hang out and chat yeah. after, which is nice. It's like a community mm. thing.
0: So your community right now, are are there other Filipinos over there or is it just Uh, you (laughs) with your circle? Let me
1: think about it. I mean, there are other Filipinos
0: in the area, but not with your shibari circle. Not in my
1: shibari circle. Mm. No, but I am still in contact with my rope family in the Philippines. Yeah, Sometimes we do video chat. um, Oh, cool. So I started the Manila Rope Group mm-hmm. some years back before I moved here and mm-hmm. I left it in the care, <laughs> excuse me, of Tony. Uh-huh. And she still runs it. I don't know how often mm-hmm. she runs munches or workshops, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that used to be a thing. Like I used to do monthly workshops. Uh, then there's also the folks at Shibari PH. I also mm-hmm. know them and I mm-hmm. met them at some point. I think. <laughs> I think he does like online uh, now. Online coaching. Oh, really? Yeah, so he might be mm. a good resource for people that want to teach. Mm. Or I teach too. Uh, if you DM me, but I'm in a different time zone, so <laughs>
0: you know, uh-huh. still accessible. Um, mm-hmm. So we're gonna yeah. put all those links below uh, at the description. Um, I I talked to Shibari Ph before and. Well, the last time we talked was kind of a long time ago, I think, because at the time, they didn't have the, the online things, uh, classes. Um, I see. Yeah, but he, the, the vibe I got was, let's just wait for this pandemic to be over, and then I'm going to give you classes, is what is what our con- convo was like. Oh, so well, maybe things changed. Maybe I need to check back on that.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, I think they have a... Uh... There's a page on their website where mm-hmm. it says that oh. you can apply for a coaching right online session online mm-hmm. yeah it, I don't know uh, when that when mm-hmm. that came up, but okay, cool. It is now offered
0: <laughs> <laughs> good alternative at least yeah.
1: yes, I mean, but even with video though you still yeah. <laughs> yeah, eventually you will need to learn in person. Oh yeah um, mm-hmm. yeah. Also have safety shears. Always <laughs> have safety shears. It helps. Have a marlin mm-hmm. spike. Sometimes that helps. Mm-hmm. A marlin spike is like it's like a it's like a metal thing. Sometimes it's wood, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, it's a sharp stick that you can put in so that you make really tight knots looser. Ah,
0: uh, uh, okay, I can imagine it now. Yes, you turn it right. Mm, no,
1: no. Let me just. Okay.
0: Let me grab it and show okay, you. Okay,
1: yeah, I want to see. <laughs> so these are my EMT shears. Mm-hmm. Um, you see that it has a blunt. It's blunt on the end. Ah. So it's not sharp when it goes in. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not going to cut you, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then this is a marlin spike.
0: Oh. It's
1: literally just a spike.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: what that does is so let's say this is the rope.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's tight.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you you, just, you put it in there and
1: then you wiggle it around to give you more space and then you can untie it.
0: Ah. All right. Okay. 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 Sorry, okay. folks so, at home, you did not get the Sorry. Demo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not only, not always, but like that happens sometimes. Um, okay. I think that <laughs> happened with my my DOM sub episode and my BTS sub episode. Like, my guests were trying to show me something <laughs> and well just try to imagine it <laughs> for the listeners obviously we mentioned earlier that um training in person and, and reading up on this is is important but um besides that is there such a thing as like a beginner kit is there because obviously there are BDSM beginner kits but are there shibari beginner kits or, or, or are there specific things that um individuals or couples need to have when starting out Um, or 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 or, or, oh okay go there
1: there are beginner Mm kits um it ranges anywhere from three to five pieces of Mm -hmm. rope Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes they'll include uh furoshiki or a tengui, which is like the cloth that you can use as a blindfold. Uh, and sometimes it'll come with the safety shears. So it just mm-hmm. depends on who you buy from. Right. I know, that, I know that the folks at Manila Rope do accept commissions for jute mm. Ropes locally. Mm-hmm. So they'll have it ready. I'm not sure if they provide it untreated or if it's treated only or what their prices are. Mm-hmm. But I taught them how to do it before I left so oh. I know it should be decent and
0: good quality. <laughs> so it's winter approved. Check it out.
1: <laughs> well, I haven't seen it recently, but but mm-hmm. I trust that that Wait. they know what
0: they're doing. <laughs> okay. Um and obviously uh, there's different different types of of rope lengths, you know, um, and I'm not gonna get into that because I think that's something you need to learn on the uh, what do you call it coaching sessions. Um, um. Well, I don't, I don't mind sharing that. It's oh, okay. not that
1: big of a deal. I use right. <laughs> eight meters long, so that's I think I've seen like people say it's about 26 feet.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't and, have a calculator right now. And is so. that like for the whole body that eight meters is no oh
1: no so i will show you i'm in the process of treating some rope right now actually oh, so, this is one hank mm-hmm. it's eight meters long uh and i think this is about a six millimeter diameter mm-hmm. people will usually use five to six Mm -hmm. Uh, if you're going to do suspension five to six is good if you're Mm going to be doing decorative or photography rope a little bit thinner is okay Mm
2: -hmm.
1: uh, because it looks tidier in photos right but it's not as strong for suspension Mm
2: -hmm. so like
1: photography rope and video rope and play rope different different right okay and performance
0: rope different Mm -hmm. looking at that um uh, well, you, you mentioned it earlier, but is rope burn um, common? And how do, you, how do you not have it? Uh, yes, you know. <laughs> it is. It, it's a thing. Uh-huh.
1: Um, I don't get it that much with jute. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's in the type of rope, you think? It's in the type of rope. Some, mm-hmm. some fibers are more burny than others. Mm-hmm. The synthetics are definitely very burny.
2: Mm. Uh, cotton
1: is even if it's a natural fiber it's also super burny
2: oh okay
1: so you just learn yeah the burn speed of it (laughs) so Mm. but learn where it burns from handling it and then yeah just keep it to that speed
0: oh so it's just with the way you handle it there's nothing yeah before and after to do about it yeah and also if you're tying
1: In some parts of the body, some parts of the body are more sensitive than Mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. And there are some parts where the skin is thinner. Yeah. For example, like the inside of the arm Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or um, where else? The Mm singet. Yeah. Or um, in between the toes. Oh, a good tie there. It's yeah. Wow, (laughs) that that gets into the 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 torture rope (laughs) territory. Right, they like
0: to incorporate toes a
1: lot. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, those parts where the skin Mm. is thinner is more likely Mm. to have to be more sensitive or have a Mm. more sensitive reaction to rope burn. Mm -hmm. So maybe like you're untying someone. And for you it's not burning because it's on your hands, yeah. but it's on someone's inner arm and it burns yeah. that like listen right. to that and slow down. Like
0: untie uh, right. with feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, does it does the length of time being tied up have to do with anything with, with with burns? Like how no. long? No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. No, I have
1: not. Not, yeah, no, Mm. I have not had an association between the two. Right. So it's really
0: positioning.
1: Yeah, it can be positioning. It can be the placement. Mm -hmm. So, which is why it's important uh, Mm. to learn in person. And also (laughs) practice with the person and communicate. If you're the bottom Mm -hmm. and you feel like you're getting numb or tingly, Mm -hmm. or um, there's a sharp sensation, Mm -hmm. let them know yeah so they can adjust and it's yeah. also it's not you tapping from the bottom it's also it's you advocating for your body and it's also you
0: helping them mm-hmm. learn how to tie you better mm-hmm. yeah exactly but speaking of time how long do do, do role play what do you call them sessions <laughs> role play um scenes usually last scenes. um it Not depends. for photography. I mean, like for play play. Just for playing. It lasts
1: as long as you want it to. Mm.
2: Okay. <laughs> the like the main thing you
1: have to be careful about. I tie for hours. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Um, when I was doing rope full time, because I was semi-pro for a while mm-hmm. because I traveled to learn and mm-hmm. I also taught and mm-hmm. I did events, but it wasn't my only source of income, which is why right. I, you know, that's... Usually, how pro people make the distinction between professional and semi-pro yeah, is if it's full-time, your only source of income, yeah, then then you're professional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if it's just like a little bit on the side, then you're yeah. more semi-pro. Mm-hmm. Um, I would tie anywhere from eight to twelve, sometimes fourteen hours
0: a day. Wow! Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. What about hydration? What about having to pee? Are there breaks? <laughs> or is yes. that like a, a, yes. as I was imagining being signed up for eight hours? <laughs> I mean, there's breaks, yeah. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are. That's just how long I would mm. with one person be in session. Um, I had a model who we could tie for that long, mm. but not everyone is like that. Mm. Um, sometimes, sometimes I have different groups of people over
0: oh i see Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. so i'll have like for for half the time i'll do ropes or a class with someone photos sorry i meant photos photos or a Mm -hmm. class with someone and then Mm -hmm. for the other time it's the other person Mm -hmm. or sometimes it'll be me practicing seriously Mm -hmm. with my primary rope model at the time and she was very 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 much into the ropes like Mm -hmm. one of the best tips (laughs) if you want your rope to look good is if your model really 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 likes ropes it doesn't Mm -hmm. even matter what you do they'll just make your rope look good (laughs) (laughs) because their their expression and their feelings Mm -hmm. will convey what where they are and Mm -hmm.
0: that is going to come across i was I, i noticed that with your photos and other um photos um it's kind of an intense expression but it I, I can't put words into it um, oh my god I can't it's like they're in another place exactly is is what I get but at the same time it's intense but not like in a violent I'm in pain kind of way that makes sense yeah so I guess that's what you're—that's what you're looking for. I think. Um, what I'm looking
1: for is the connection, and mm-hmm. the connection can look any number of ways. Yeah. Sometimes it looks like that, but then sometimes you just don't see it in the picture, or in the video. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually making faces at them and doing stupid shit to make. Them. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, really? I mean that's a thing too. It's like it's like, oh my God.
1: Right underneath you. And you can't do anything about it. Oh I'm my right God. <laughs> but there was another time where I did a really intense thing. Mm-hmm. I did a really intense thing with, um, I don't know if I can say her name because she's starting to be laying okay. low.
0: You know you but don't my primary role model
1: at the time. Mm-hmm. Bunny she um sometimes she's a little bratty mm-hmm. and she was just like oh there are brats in r- me oh, jump on me you know she was telling me to do it. she's really intense like I did some really intense things but that's because <laughs> she was like goading me to do them <laughs> right right, right, right. So it's it's definitely it goes both ways it's not just the person yeah, 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 is yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also but I think I didn't really mention before but I'm, I'm more of a switch actually mm. So I tend to top because I've studied and that's the role I end up in. But I'm mm-hmm. you know also switchy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And with rope, um, it helps to bottom because the, then yeah. you
0: know the perspective what they're of it. feeling. Yeah, yeah. You know sense. what they're experiencing. Yeah, so if uh-huh.
1: you have a reference point for their experience, mm-hmm. then you can control their yeah. experience better.
0: Yeah, makes great sense, yeah, for uh-huh. sure. <clears throat> okay, so we've talked about a lot of things and um I don't know about our audience, but if anyone is out there who is who's gotten even more curious, if possible, after listening to this, what kind of advice or tips and tricks <laughs> that you tips have and tricks. <laughs> do you have for them? Like if they want to get started or learn more about it. Go slow.
1: Go slow. You don't mm-hmm. need to be an expert overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, just just put your heart in it because mm-hmm. it's that's like when you're genuine and your heart's in what you're doing, it's gonna come out and it's gonna look good. And when mm-hmm. you really when you care about the people that are around you it'll also show, Mm -hmm. and it'll show in their experience. And to me, it might be the bias because I was first taught Yukimura Ryu, which is caressing rope style. Oh, wow. Um, And it's a lot more about the connection. So I have Mm -hmm. a strong bias towards Mm
2: -hmm.
1: connection. And J style, Japanese style, Mm -hmm. is already biased towards the connection. Yeah. And then there's like a deeper end to it. And I didn't even know, that was just kind of by happenstance how I started out. Mm And because I have a tendency to be philosophical, it really worked for me.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, put your heart into it.
2: Like, mm-hmm.
1: ask yourself why it is that you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um of course you have to enjoy <laughs>
0: enjoy it's, place. Place. It's, it's hard it's like what, what, what do i say uh, okay let's make it yeah. think for, i think it would go be slow. easier if, if we put it in uh have a scenario let's say i do since i'm the one you're seeing right now let's okay say, i and my girlfriend are thinking about it what would you tell me like if you just knew me maybe A little bit of acquaintance level thing. Uh And and I know what you do. And I come to you right now and say, we're kind of thinking about this. What would you tell me if that was the real um situation?
1: Learn the single column.
0: Mm -hmm. Like get get rope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Um
1: you can start with one piece or your three pieces. Mm -hmm. Have the bandage, have the, you know, the safety chairs. Mm
2: Uh
1: negotiate,
2: mm-hmm.
1: be aware. Uh, one of the questions that I always ask people before I tie with them is how's your hydration
2: mm-hmm. and how
1: much have you slept? Oh, Because from those two questions, you'll have an idea of how much strain and stress their body can take. Mm-hmm. So then you'll know like, if they've had one not so good but one is okay, that mm-hmm. you can just go average but check in more. If mm-hmm. both are bad, like mm. avoid doing anything that's too hard. Mm-hmm. Also. Okay. Yeah. There was one time where, I mean, cause I was newer around and people didn't really know me and I was just, um, one of my students brought a friend and they were like, okay, we're gonna do this rope thing. And then they'll just model for you so that you can teach. And I'm like, okay. And then I asked them, I'm like, oh, well, how's your hydration in your sleep? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Oh, I've had like no sleep and I don't think I've had any water. And in my head oh I was like,
0: I'm like, <laughs> but
1: but you knew what we were gonna do today, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the basic thing. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, they were newer.
1: So mm-hmm. it's okay. like, I just explained, okay, well, maybe, you know, you should have some water right now. And you don't won't go too mm-hmm. hard. And then you check in about what injuries do you have? Uh, ah. Is there anywhere you don't want to be touched? Mm-hmm. Is there anything you do want to try or do? Like this, this question helps me a lot. Because it's like, um, if someone has an idea of what they want to try, Mm -hmm. I'll look at the factors they have and then I'll be like well this is how we can do that or Mm -hmm. we can't do that but we can try something this way instead
0: right okay now I have a question um Mm -hmm. do people need to be like a hundred percent sure they've got no injuries or medical conditions because I I think it's it's very physical right so Mm -hmm. like before I go on a, a hike or do a marathon, there's prep involved. Um, is there such a thing for this, for for being the one being tied up? Um, stretching?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's, uh, my models tell me that they stretch, mm-hmm. um, hydrating, getting good sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not um, like going back to your question about having no injuries Mm -hmm. is that's really hard yeah um I don't think well depending on you know where where how old you are (laughs) maybe (laughs) I'm just old because (laughs) now now it's hard for someone to not have had any injuries but when I was younger the people I was surrounded with usually didn't have that many injuries I'm not even that old but it's like I don't (laughs) know but when you're 30 it's (laughs)
0: Okay <laughs> I'm 32 so me too uh, oh, see? <laughs> see? <laughs> So uh, okay do well, well obvi- is it obviously, but just to check if you have like um bruises or or aches anywhere, it's not advisable to do to do role play like if masakit yung could go somewhere or <laughs> you know. It would
1: depend Mm -hmm. on the person. Like, it's difficult for me to give advice about that because of liability reasons. That's kind of like why you want the person to have studied and be aware of the safety Mm. and risks. I think if someone is experienced and they know what they're doing, Mm -hmm. you can work with it. Like, I have tied with people that have injuries, and what we do is we isolate where the injury is mm. or we work around it. Right. Oh, okay. Cause um, not everyone is super, this is kind of something that I've been talking about on Instagram recently. So I'm kind of mm. glad it came up is oh, that rope is for anybody. It's for mm. everybody. It doesn't mm. matter if you are tall or short or yeah. heavy or small. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or um, if you have a shoulder injury or if you have a leg injury,
0: if you right. can't walk, you can still do rope. That's great. I, I have to share, but uh, I think the very, 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 very first exposure kind of that I got um, that made me aware that this is a thing, that role plays is a thing. Um, obviously, from the Philippines, you don't really know this unless you, you get introduced to it. So I was, I was, um, I think in a work trip with a colleague and it's the first time I met her in person and she just randomly shows me her Instagram and it's full of rope, like she, she models, (laughs) yeah. I mean, yes, we talk like in a colleague kind of way in a friendly kind of way, but I was like, oh my God she's naked and with all the, you know, as in she's modeling um and she suspended and and everything oh my god and (laughs) I was like (laughs) um and then I think at first I thought she was be just being too comfortable with me but then I I, the more I think when we left I checked out her Instagram and oh my god these are really nice pictures (laughs) yeah I think that was my first exposure and um, in the past year that I've been trying to talk to people about this, you know, ask, asking around about it, I rem- I remembered her, but I kind of lost contact. So I was too shy to, like, hit her up just to talk about <laughs> rope. But yeah, th- that was it. And and I think she mentioned that, um, well, this was pre-COVID, obviously, um, that there were underground, um, what do you call them, Um Clubs. I don't know what sorry. I don't know what the term is, um, where people do that, and uh, it's like I don't know if it's an exhibition or or maybe similar to what you do with group events, maybe. And if if I was I'm thinking right now, if I still am in touch with her, I would have asked more <laughs> like what happens in those things and and how her experience is, yeah. So I did organize Mm -hmm. a
1: couple of events called Morpheus Bondage Extravaganza. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, Lord Morpheus is a rope artist that's based in Canada. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for a while, he was doing an event where they would have a performance. It's kind of like a festival, but it has a lot of different locations. So oh. the main one is, I think the one that's in Toronto is the main one. Mm-hmm. And then there's, they play a live stream. They, they used to play a live stream every year. And then oh. on the live stream debuts, they, they also show the, uh, the other locations. So right. they are like in six different countries. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. 10 different locations. Yeah. So it was simultaneous. Like yeah. Oh, cool. No, I mean, we have them in different places at different times. Ah. But then the live stream is, mm. all the feeds are combined. And then mm-hmm. it's debuted okay. at the main event. Got it. And I helped organize a couple of those in the Philippines. Oh, cool. And that might be, yeah. And we did it at art galleries. and Wow. Um, and then, like I was also saying, I used to run a monthly workshop. in yeah. Manila Rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also did a monthly munch which is just uh, like a coffee where people hang out and chat and meet each other
0: yeah
1: usually if you want to get invited into the um, the events or the parties like they need to know you're a real person and you're not just yeah. a random online
0: <laughs> you that <know>. walking thing
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean the ex- because the Philippines is more I know, conservative. Yeah, for sure. There are places here in SF where it's literally just the coffee shop and you walk in and kind of join, you know? Yeah. Or like you just, you go, you buy a ticket and you go to the event. Like mm. it's not, but there where people have more privacy concerns. Yeah. A lot of people are like,
0: yeah. More exclusive kind of referral only.
1: I don't think they're trying to be exclusive. I think oh. they're just like, trying to protect the privacy yeah. of the other people of the people mm-hmm. that are attending.
0: Oh yeah, you have to do that here still.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think here they call it vetting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it's short for. It it sounds like it's a shortcut word but I don't know what it's short for. You're vetting someone meaning like you've met mm-hmm. them, you know they're okay, you can vouch yeah. for them. Vouch. People in the Philippines like to use that word more, vouching. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. There's a vetting process. Okay.
1: But yeah, I think they're also using Facebook. Groups. I've noticed some people moving from Life to Facebook lately. So yeah. Kind of that. That, that's, that's why I'm on Instagram now. <laughs> that's how you found
0: me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I found you from Shibari PHS. Oh. Instagram. I think. Cool. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of yeah. a network. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. I mean, there was this was great. This was... um. This is really fun. I feel I, like I'm I being had a fun. nerd. Like... <laughs> no, but I, I don't think I was nerdy enough, though. <laughs> um, I mean, there's um, always
1: more, but we are focusing on yeah. what might be helpful to
0: the current audience. Kind of, kind of an overview type of thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm really glad you said yes. Because <laughs> uh, <and laughs> you did. I did learn a lot, even if my audience don't listen to this. I learned a lot for sure. I'm glad. So I was I'm really, glad. I've been telling people, I just want to learn more about this. And I, I don't just want to watch YouTube videos. So um, I'm probably going to look up that online thing with um, Shibari PH and, and the, well, I'm going to check out those other things you mentioned. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm going to put them in the description. So everybody could like, resource up and stuff um but i really want to thank you i know it's um it's a week night for you and um, thank you for taking like an hour and a half of your day to do this. oh no worries i can keep uh, going but thank you <laughs> <laughs> real. i'm an addict I say? oh great that's great it's great to talk to people who actually like talking about what you asked them to talk about because it's different <laughs> you know um, and um well, not to be too uh, visionary or anything, but I do want to help kind of de-taboo this kind of thing here. And I know that there's lots of other bigger podcasts in the Philippines that are kind of doing the same thing, so I'm glad. And there are more um, like uh, sex product companies coming up recently, so I'm really glad about that, too. Um, But yeah, uh, like, our tagline says it's trying to normalize the conversation. I think it's just, it all starts with the conversation. Um, So again, thank you. I learned a lot and I think everyone else did. Um, Thank you so much, Winter, for your time, for sharing your stories and answering my questions. I love it it so much. (laughs) I I, I
1: know I was kind of all over the place, so I'm sorry. Oh no,
0: I'm always all over (laughs) the
1: place. (laughs)
0: Uh, so it's a conversation. Yeah. I think that that kind of makes it nicer. Um, do you have um, any last words for our audience before we say goodbye? Um, just enjoy. <laughs> have fun. Mm-hmm. Find
1: yourself. Yeah. Lalem. <laughs> Lalim. So, so searching I learned a lot mm-hmm. myself just from, like, the scene. You know, just from experiencing... The kink scene, learning about poly, studying rope because there's a lot of overlap between these yeah. communities, and yeah. I've just learned a lot about myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think that's kind of great. I know it's not really the point, but of of rope, talking about rope, like yeah, I know. about yourself, but in some deeper aspect, it kind of, kind of, kind of might be. Yeah, it kind of mm-hmm. might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think with-
0: Yeah, I think with. If, I think you'd apply that, even if this isn't the, the person's kink. I mean, with everything else, I think it's kind of learning more about yourself. Um, but yeah, again, thank you. Have a good evening. And thank you, everyone who listened. Thank you. Yay. Bye. Bye.